hit me with your best shot. A Naruto fan fiction by Tozette. Summary. Sasuke is actually 18 the first time he looks at Sakura and realizes, abruptly, that he wants her. Notes. In which being close friends with Sakura actually frightens Sasuke a lot less than being physically attracted to her. Sasuke is actually 18 the first time he looks at Sakura and realizes, abruptly, that he wants her. He knows he cares, however uncomfortable that is, and he he lets her touch him like he doesn't with most people. A hand on his arm, a bump with her shoulder, the least awful medical examinations he's ever experienced. But he's never looked at a person before, felt heavy, hot, curling in his gut, a strange catch in his breath. Things in him, from his brain to his toes, coil and contract in ways he hadn't actually ever expected to happen. He's 18, and he's never wanted anyone. Not for sex. Not like that. He's... He's been sort of assuming he's immune. Sasuke is not immune. Sasuke is 18 when Sakura hefts a missing nin one-handed, holds him up by the throat, eyes shining and teeth bared, and... He can see the shift of muscle and the pull of tendons beneath her skin. The man trapped under her hand wheezes and flecks, and Sasuke stops breathing for a second. He is so not immune. They ask their questions while the missing nin's feet dangle in the air, while his fingernails scrape at Sakura's hand desperately trying to wedge their way between her skin and his. He answers their questions. Sakura crushes his windpipe. It's effortless. Sasuke's skin shivers all on its own. He doesn't actually realize he's made a sound until Sakura turns towards him. Sasuke? she asks. Are you all right? He blinks. Yes, he says, and oh, his voice is wrong. Deeper. Hoarse. He wasn't expecting that to. Are you blushing? Naruto's eyebrows are raised. Sakura looks a little confused, and Kakashi has disappeared completely. Sasuke blinks again. We need to go, he says. But what he means is, I need to go right now quite far away. He doesn't, if only because him freaking out and sprinting over the border might be misconstrued, to put it lightly. But his face is hot, and he's not sure what just happened. 
He chalks it up to a strange fluke and puts it out of his mind. It's less optimism and more denial. Stand back, Sakura says a week later, and he steps automatically away from the rock, barring entrance to the old fortress. It is, he thinks, probably something built by sand during the war, abandoned and reclaimed by an oddly organized group of missing nin out in rain. They've been tracking them for a while. An enormous boulder is in their path, moved with someone's earth jutsu to block off the entrance. It's rock, and so Sasuke is sure he could take it down with a lightning element attack, but... Sakura walks up to it, balls her right hand into a fist, and slams it into the stone. He can see the shock of the impact make its way through both Sakura and the rock, but only one of them gives out. With the sound of rending earth, cracks spread from the sight of the impact, and the whole thing begins to crumble. There's dirt in her hair and all over her clothes by the time the mess settles. Let's go! she says back towards them. Sasuke has just about forgotten Naruto is even present, let alone part of their mission. He blinks once and struggles to swallow around the dryness of his mouth. He's breathing hard, and he doesn't know when that started. Sakura sweats when she exerts chakra like that. The sheer concentration it takes to remain in control of such a violent burst of chakra is incredible. So there's a faint line of sweat trailing through the dust on the side of Sakura's neck, and Sasuke understands why. It's perfectly reasonable, natural. There's no reason to stare. Still, his stomach drops and clenches. It feels like anxiety, but he's not, he's not nervous. You're an idiot, says Naruto cheerfully, and Sasuke immediately loses his temper and punches him in the face. It occurs to him later that attraction and panic are strangely closely related. He comes up with weird similes and metaphors, a point of reference in a storm of want and hungers. Attraction, Sasuke decides, feeling bewildered as they count missing nin casualties. Feels a lot like hypoglycemia. It's all there, really. Sweating, clumsy hands, a certain inexplicable weakness in his knees and a dizzy swooping in his gut. But it's not just that, either. Attraction is fight or flight. Attraction is all of the hormones in his brain suddenly stopping for a second, fried and helpless while he stares at her hands. Sakura has long fingers, tapered but strong. She keeps her hands and nails clean. She rolls bandages, 
sets traps, skins dinner, and sharpens weapons, and cooks, very badly, with them. And once they return to an inn, Sasuke watches her thump her fist into their table for emphasis. Sakura doesn't even seem to notice that it cracks under the force. Sasuke stares at the fine crack beneath her hand for much too long. There is a brief but intense flash of imagination, and he pictures, just for a second, Sakura holding him down between the crack on that table and the impossible strength of her hands. He's seen her punch people through mountain ranges. He knows she could do it. His heart is going too fast, and there's an unsettling heat curling up low in his abdomen, something that makes his skin feel too tight. He rises and stalks away, and he knows the others assume he's moody and sulking. Well, good. You can't copy it, Sakura tells him a few days after their reports are due, and several days before either Kakashi or Naruto will submit theirs, of course. Sasuke doesn't like the way people in Konoha look at him a lot of the time. There are always isolated stares that leave a heaviness upon him. Traitor. Runaway. Missing Nin. He looks right back at them, mostly. Here, now, in their training ground with Sakura watching him so earnestly, Sasuke looks at her. There's something apologetic about her posture. Sasuke dislikes it, perhaps even on principle. He's annoyed by her slumped shoulders and lowered eyes. He is contrary. Everyone knows it. My strength, she clarifies. Doubtless. Ah, he agrees. Of course he can't copy it, or, well, he could copy it in the most technical sense, examine the technique with his sharring gun, but he could never truly replicate it. His chakra control is above average, but it's nowhere near as good as hers. It never will be. I don't want it, he says flatly. Oh. Sakura's brow furrows, confused, concerned, apologetic, unsure. Sasuke wants to shake her, but he knows it would make her worse, more annoying, and he scowls instead. I thought she says slowly, in a voice that has an edge of nervousness in it. Because you keep... She pauses. You watch when I use it. She noticed. Of course she noticed. She would have noticed when she was twelve. He clenches his fist, feeling tongue-tied and stupid and humiliated, Admitting anything will make him feel vulnerable, a frightened ache building in his stomach, and overwhelming need to lash out instead. He knows he's tensed up, but 
You don't have to explain, Sakura says, watching him cautiously. He pauses, settles. He can almost feel the ugly terror in his belly unwind. Five words, and suddenly he can choose. So, it's impressive, he says, flat and hard and scowling. But he says it. It's even true. It's not all of the truth, but... Sakura beams at him. Her whole person seems to relax, spine straighter, chin up. There is nothing contrite about her now. Sasuke finds his own scowl smoothing away somehow. He smiles rarely, but he knows when his features soften. You are an idiot, Naruto says, less cheerful and more incredulous. Sasuke ignores him, as he should have in the first place. He's not twelve. He's eighteen. He can ignore stupid insults like, All of Naruto's, actually, are stupid. Naruto's not exactly winning any prizes for maturity and intelligence. Sasuke has no idea why he puts up with him at all. And, no matter how kind and careful Teuchi is, no matter how he pries into all of Naruto's life and none of Sasuke's, but meets his gaze occasionally, smiles, and tells Sasuke to take care of that kid when Naruto's run off like a hyperactive chipmunk and left Sasuke footing the bill. The fact remains, he doesn't even like ramen. Naruto waves one hand in front of his face, brandishing chopsticks much too close to his nose. Sasuke! Earth to Sasuke! Sasuke turns his face towards Naruto and his pile of empty bowls. What, he says, and that's a phrase traditionally spelt with a question mark, but it's not really a question. Did staring at Sakura's boobs fry your brain so badly you can't talk in full sentences anymore? Naruto wonders through a mouthful of noodles. Are you broken? Sasuke makes a scornful noise and turns back to his well-prepared but unsatisfying ramen. Why? Seriously? Shit, says Naruto. You are! Do you? This is as far as he gets because Sasuke... Sasuke considered punting him out of the ramen stand and into the street, but he's not necessarily strong enough to make the crater Naruto deserves and get that much distance without leverage or momentum. Instead, he blinks his eyes open, swirling red and black, and Naruto has just enough time to tense up in sudden surprise. Hey, bastard! He drops like a rock. Sasuke turns to Teuchi, who glances from him to Naruto and back. 
Behind the old man's shoulder, Sasuke can see Ayame peering curiously. He'll pay when he wakes up, he tells them blankly. Then he gets up and leaves. Naruto's interference means that Sasuke does, actually, have the awkward realization that he's not actually interested in Sakura's boobs. They're just... there. This puzzles him because the boobs thing seems kind of universal if, oh, literally every adult attracted to women around him is any population to judge by. He remembers seeing Eno once fend off a lech in the street. You can always tell a bottle-fed baby, she sneers, and he sees the way the man in question goes red, humiliated and angry. He snarls something rude at her. She flips her hair. Attraction is, as far as Sasuke can tell, completely awful. He is so confused. Confusion and distress make Sasuke's temper very short, and his cranky mood does not go unremarked upon. Naruto does not help. In fact, if Sasuke was to estimate, he would say that Naruto was making the most consistent, if not necessarily the most significant, contribution to his foul mood. Is it PMS? Naruto asks, tilting his head curiously. The three of them have time, all at the same time. And they're using it productively in the training grounds. Konoha is usually sunny. It's nice. There are, predictably, clones everywhere. Naruto has his hands folded behind his head, and he is, well, the one that's talking is definitely not the one Sasuke needs to pulverize. Making clones talk is a distraction technique. Naruto wouldn't keep his real body outside of the range of attack, either. He... Shinaro! comes a scream forcing both of them to get the hell out of the way, lest they end up in the same state as the ground, which is just ruptured. Rock is spewing up, steaming past Sasuke in the roar of Sakura's momentum. Sasuke hears Naruto swear as twelve clones immediately dissipate in a swirl of smoke. His eyes can see Sakura taking advantage of the low visibility for the moment, but he doubts Naruto can. Taijutsu against Sakura is a loser's game, so he's not surprised when Naruto replaces himself with a clone and makes himself scarce, and by the time Sakura, snarling, has dispatched that one, Sasuke is there, taking advantage of being the only one of them to use a sword. It's just long enough to keep him out of her reach. Her eyes narrow. She dodges. 
The ground shakes beneath her feet, not quite enough to make him stumble, but... Clones. Clones everywhere! Suddenly, Sasuke and Sakura are back-to-back, fending off a mass clone attack, and Naruto's grating voice is crackling all around them. I totally won, Naruto says an hour later, prompting Sasuke to snort derisively. They've made a mess of the training ground, but that's all right. It's terrain practice for the next group who uses it. At the far edge, beneath the trees and dappled with afternoon sunlight, the three of them rest. Naruto and Sakura are sprawled on their patch of unbroken earth and grass, basking like lizards in the sun, and Sasuke settles against the base of the tree, well, out of the light. I punched you through a tree, Sakura says dryly. She had, and if Sasuke had completely lost his footing, well... At least the two of them were distracted right then. Sasuke definitely came last, Naruto adds, apparently oblivious to Sakura's point, which Sasuke doubts is the case. These days, Naruto's obliviousness is often very convenient for him. Usually, Sasuke would click his tongue and not deign to answer. Is that what you were trying to tell me when I was electrocuting you? He asks now instead, with a hard edge in his voice that makes Sakura glance at him. Naruto scoffs. (laughs) I had to rescue you from Sakura somewhere in the middle there. She'd have had you with that ground-stomping thing. What's that supposed to mean? Sakura asks in a deceptively mild voice. Naruto takes the opportunity to panic and freak out, which actually only makes his assurances ring false. Inevitably, the discussion ends with him crashing through the trunk of another tree. Sasuke watches Sakura adjust one of her gloves with a frown on her face. Onoruto is steaming in his crater some distance away. She turns her eyes on Sasuke. You have been... kind of distracted, she tells him. A pause. It's not affecting anything, but... I'm not distracted. Sasuke says, ignoring the way his own eyes are absolutely fixated on her tugging at the hem of her glove. He's seen her do that in a fight, adjust them for grip, usually before some terrifying and knee-weakening feat of strength. Sasuke, she sighs. There's a distinct caution in her when she speaks next like she's coaxing a wild animal. As I said, it's not affecting anything, but you have to admit it exists. Sasuke has to admit nothing. It's just, you know, if you don't get a handle on it... God damn it. Shut up, he snaps. She flinches. 
She just punched Naruto through a tree, but it's him, and she flinches, and it just makes him angry. I don't need fighting tips from you, Sakura, he snarls. She smacks the ground with one hand, making a fissure she doesn't even seem to notice. Frustration makes her face flush. For God's sake, Sasuke! Shut up! He's repeating himself, but he just wants her to stop. He doesn't want to discuss this. He doesn't even want to think about this. He just... He's standing again, before he really even thinks about it. Are you running away? Sakura snarls incredulously, shooting to her feet to match him. Sasuke ignores her completely, turns on his heel. She won't follow him. She hesitates too much. She... Sasuke! Her voice cracks in what can only be frustration, and Sasuke's spine meets the trunk of the tree with an unhealthy smacking sound. She has one hand on his shoulder, but the pressure is so strong, so heavy, it feels like it's going to grind him into the bark behind him. His breath hitches without warning. He rolls his shoulder under her hand, but she shoves, pushes harder. Oh. Oh. His mouth is completely dry. Sasuke? She growls, but then she stops hesitates with her fist balled up. Are you? You're still sweating. Her voice is empty, all anger fled. Then, suddenly alarmed, and her expression shifts from furious to concerned in under a second. You're flushed. I... Sasuke, your pupils are huge. Her hand snaps forward. Not to punch, but to take the pulse at its neck. Her fingers are deaf and certain. He bats her hand away with his free hand, but she smacks it out of her way, and with an audible crack and a shock that runs all the way from his fingers to his shoulder. And she puts her hand on his neck. Her skin's got calluses. He sort of... shudders. Sakura pauses. Sasuke? And Sasuke yanks her hand away, twists her arm to reduce the impact of her hold, and breaks free, and he flees. Behind him, with eyebrows raised and a pale blush over her cheek, Sakura says, Oh, in a tone of soft wonder. He avoids her. His temper is a storm in a bottle, his patience is as fragile as glass, and anyone can see the violence waiting underneath. So, Sasuke avoids Sakura, and pretty much everyone avoids Sasuke. He takes a B-rank mission to rock. It's solo. He likes being alone. He's good at it. He's certainly not distracted when he's alone. By the time he returns, everyone should have gotten over it. 
But what actually happens is that Eno and Naruto have lost their minds. Shikamaru seems to be a reluctant participant in their plan, but since Sasuke can't move, he's not feeling very forgiving. <sighs> Nothing personal, Shikamaru yawns. She's just really loud. When I'm through with you, says Sasuke seriously, fingers itching for his sword, while he stands rock still under Shikamaru's technique, you're going to be really loud. Nothing personal, he thinks spitefully. Shikamaru looks concerned for a brief second, and then he seems to weigh Sasuke's anger against Eno's, and, absurdly, Eno's comes out on top. This is so troublesome, he mutters, but he doesn't let the technique fade. This is how Sasuke finds himself deposited in Sakura's apartment at six in the morning. They've timed it perfectly because rope untying jutsu is a genin skill, but it still takes time. It takes time, and honestly, how much rope did they use? This, he gathers, was Naruto's contribution to their scheme, because only Naruto would come up with something simultaneously so stupid and so effective. Sakura, unsurprisingly, knows as soon as somebody's in her house. When she comes to the living space in a too-big shirt with her hair disarrayed and her expression a little grim, she stops. Sakura stops as the fourth set of ropes uncoils from around him. There are still twelve more. Because Naruto. Sakura squints at him. Whatever she was expecting, it probably wasn't a Sasuke-shaped cocoon on her living room floor at 6 a.m. He glowers up at her. Naruto's an idiot, she says, propping her hands on her hips, but her mouth is curling. She's amused. Well, of course she is. He glares harder. Eight ropes down, eight to go. Yes, Sasuke says with feeling. He sort of hopes Sakura will let him go without any awkward... Well, more awkward discussions, but he's shit out of luck in that regard. So, she says, coming forward and sitting across from him, I think we need to talk. No, he says without giving her time to go on. Ten ropes, come on, come on. No? No he says. Twelve. Four to go. Would you say yes if I shoved you into something? She wonders. And he has lost count. Was that thirteen or fifteen? 
What? He says as his brain stutters to a halt. Did I get it wrong? Do you want me to punch you? No, he says immediately, because he has been on the receiving end of those punches. Nobody is that masochistic, surely. As soon as he's free, though, Sakura grabs him by the shoulder and casually, effortlessly, Manda handles him until he's pressed face first against the wall of her apartment. She twists one of his arms against his back. He knows three ways to free himself, more if he doesn't mind injuring her. He doesn't even think about any of them. He shivers instead, and all of that time avoiding her, avoiding thoughts of this, has made him hypersensitive to it. Sakura shoves his back, nowhere near as hard as she could, but he can still feel the pressure of his chest and cheek against the wall, the pain in his neck from the angle, the suddenly difficulty taking a full breath. He makes a noise that might be best classified as a whimper. Uncertainly, Sakura loosens her grip on him. He has enough room to turn, to look at her properly. He knows what he must look like, flushed, sweating. His eyes are glazed, and his pupils are huge, and the world seems much too bright. Sakura's staring at him with all of her attention. Her eyes shift from his mouth to his eyes, to the heavy rise and fall of his chest. How? she mutters. He looks away. He's rarely felt so humiliated, and he kind of wants to punch her out of sheer shame and embarrassment. Bracketed between Sakura's arms on the wall on either side of him, he can feel the long line of heat in the closeness of her. This close, it would be more natural to touch, but she's not forcing him there, not even touching him. Do you want to go? She asks carefully. He stares at her. He could leave. Maybe she'd fight him for it, a little, but in the end she'd let him go. Of course she would. I... Sasuke? It's terrifying. Terrifying and overwhelming. I... don't... No. It costs him everything to say it. Something that hurts. Sakura touches his face. Her fingers have familiar calluses. She scrapes her nails through his hair. It's pleasant, in a purely physical way. Shivery delight across his scalp and down his spine. She draws away, pats him on the arm. Sleep off the mission, she suggests gently. Then we'll figure it out. That sounds like good advice. It's upsetting he resents it in a knee-jerk way that he usually resents good advice. He swallows, nods mechanically. 
Sakura goes back to bed and closes the door firmly behind her. And she leaves Sasuke with a choice. <laughs>